Welcome to Podcast Suicida. Podcast Suicida. X9. Oh yeah. Gentlemen. We're all here. We are all yeah. here. This is shall, shall we do shall we do roll call? Yeah. Bell Town You know I'm here. Ding ding ding. <laughs> Big Gene Lesnar. Yeah, that's right, baby. Fresh I'm off here. fresh off his solo pod. Yeah. That was, that was gonna be a um that was gonna be a four man pod, but Gene threw the rest of us over the top top <laughs> rope. Uh, and Big Dave Uso, it's nice I to see almost, you. I, I almost missed this. Wakey wakey! <laughs> yeah, I, I gave him a little wake up call. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, big, thank you, Big Uso. It's morning time, fellas. It's morning. It's morning. The it's morning like, pods are the best it's, pods. It's like 6 a.m. That's why. It's very early. <laughs> <laughs> Recording this at 4 a.m. on the East Coast here. Rise and grind. We haven't all been on a pod since, I believe, the Postmania show, which we recorded yeah. probably April 2nd or 3rd. I can't remember. Wow. I mean, this no, wow. this isn't going to drop till early August, so it will be four months since people had heard all of our voices together on the same podcast it's good yeah, to see you all it's good to have everybody back um and this is exciting stuff Seb, absolutely you want to get right to business and take us through the uh agenda here yeah uh let's see what, what, what could we start with here Let, let's start with something light mike yoda had a long time money in the bank match pitch uh that he tried to get to come into fruition years ago uh but creative just didn't they didn't like the idea, but I just want to hear y'all take on it pretty much. So Mike Kyoto's long time money in the bank idea was instead of the traditional, you know, go up ladder, get the briefcase and it's done. He said one, you have two contracts. One falls down with the contract and one falls down with the fucking briefcase. He literally, he said, I'm reading this verbatim. So now the case ain't nothing without the contract and the contract's nothing without the briefcase. And now the two people who have both briefcases have to square off into a finals match. So mm. this this is just like a one-off idea. Like this would be one. I don't one know money if it in was the bank. A, a one-off like every idea. week, every year. I think this is like this was his pitch for the match in general to be like every year. He said, "I kept I kept first. pitching that idea, but it never went through." It's it's like a I feel like that's like only a, it's only good for one time. Like that it sounds like he's pitching a, happen. That sounds like he's pitching a finish. Yeah. Where like I, they're going up for it and then the briefcase opens up. One of them grabs the contract, one of them grabs the briefcase, and then they're like, Oh, we both won. And then right. which would match. work once. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It sounds like a one time deal. Like does he mean have a briefcase hanging and a there's, contract there's, hanging? Because there, that would be stupid. There's two briefcases. One is completely empty and it has a contract in it. And then because these two guys have briefcases, they will at a later date square off for the real money in the bank winner. It's a little I can see why he got shut down. I see why that shit sounds yeah. stupid. Because if yo, if the contract <laughs> in the briefcase already got the briefcase with the it's contract. It's about the contract. So whoever got if, the one with the contract in it wins. Yeah, if there's yeah. one that's not an empty briefcase. You'd I guess have he's to like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Start from the beginning, I feel like. If you're going to do two briefcases, one has a contract, one doesn't. And then it's like, what? After the match, you're just going to do some like big reveal of like which, like some, like. That's on some uh, TNA shit. Uh, I, I get right, bullshit. That is on some TNA <laughs> shit. Yeah, deal okay. or no deal. <laughs> no, yeah. no, 
I think what he's trying to get at with this idea is try to give like a little more meaning to it. Cause like the match just doesn't end with somebody getting the briefcase, but now you also have continued story of, okay, these guys have to square off for the real winner and who had who had the contract and who didn't like there's just multiple things to still go further than just guy goes up gets a briefcase and done but i mean you you could still continue story and like give it meaning with the regular way too it's, it's just fucking that's then it's stupid the the thrill of a money in the bank ladder match is like oh this guy's climbing the ladder he might win here mm-hmm. where you're taking that thrill away from me where if Okay, he climbed ladder. He got the briefcase. Now we're going to this final part of the match. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I hate the idea. Honestly, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I hate the idea. I don't yeah. mind when I thought the idea was a one-off. Both guys fall with the briefcase, and the contract mm-hmm. flies out. And one guy. Is That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's like okay, maybe one time. Like holy shit! Like when the Royal Rumble, when both guys he touched at the same time, but. Yeah, that would be cool for a one-up. Yeah. The the other thing is just too, like you said, too convoluted. It's convoluted. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Not feeling. And, and and oh yeah, okay. I was about to say any further thoughts, Gene. <laughs> Yeah, really not feeling. I think that's a dumb. I think that's a just a dumb idea. Just a one-time, one-time thing. It should be a one-time thing. It sounds pretty good one time. Wait, he's a fucking referee. I think my coach <laughs> should just Not kill himself. Back, Yo, Dave. Damn, Dave. Why we toasted Mike Kyoto? <laughs> Jesus. Shout out Mike Kyoto if you listen. You're a legend. It's, yeah, just, fuck Mike it's just a... <laughs> so you're more of a Charles Robinson guy? Yeah. The hair Hell flops? Yeah. <laughs> Little Nate. Little Nate. All right. Uh, what? Mo- moving on here. We got... And, and the guys who watch Raw consistently can definitely uh, give me more details on this because I've been kind of out. But uh, Bobby Lashley is teasing a team. Yes. I've heard yes, about he this. Is. He's been. With the Street Profits. In recent months, there have been teases of the Hurt Business reuniting. I don't and... know if I'm a casual. I think that's on SmackDown. Yeah, on that's Smackdown? actually on SmackDown. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Tell you SmackDown's that show. I watch all three hours of Raw every Monday. I didn't know what you were talking about. I'm okay. just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't watch three hours of Raw every Monday. <laughs> right, yeah. Now, but it's on SmackDown, yeah. I'm telling you, man, he popped up on them again last week. Popped up on them. They were waiting for him outside and everything. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's going to be the new Hurt Business. Yeah. Lashley, I'm telling you. That's a, yo, it's going to be, be Bobby Lashley. Too. And like, because that was a good uh, group. When it had fucking Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander in it, so if you put yep. the Street Profits, then Trick and Mellow. Yeah, I was just about to ask. They all can he, talk. He's teasing uh, Carmelo Hayes and and Trick Williams too. Yeah, yeah. That Ooh. that could be a sick group. That would yeah. be because you got power and finesse, and then like we all know the star of the group is going to be Montez Ford. He, yeah, him and Carmelo Hayes are going to be like the main two. Like one's going to be a heavyweight. And one's gonna be thinking like pretty much Bobby Lashley's gonna be like the mentor. You know, he's yeah, gonna do his thing, but that. he's gonna be more the mentor. So I'm telling you right now, that sounds like a dope ass group. I got Carmelo Hayes and Ford being like the main stars, and then like the other ones yeah, just and gonna Angelo fall Dawkins on. being like kind of like the muscle. Yeah, but Angelo Dawkins is gonna be more like right, he'll, he'll, he'll compete for the belt, but he'll never like actually get like the intercontinental. Maybe I can see US. him getting the IC for like a month, maybe yeah, three weeks. Yeah. Something transitional. 
I don't um, think we have to do that. I like when that belt means something. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It means something right now, for sure. Absolutely. Maybe he should dethrone Gunther. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> I don't need to see that. Uh, I don't even want to see Drew McIntyre do it. Especially if they were heel, I think that that team will bet a lot of people, especially Montez Ford. Maybe he can uh, yeah. bring out a little more aggression in himself, and then he can go solo from there. That's what I'm saying. I, he could, but the thing about it, I, like I said, they all can talk. They all got mic skills. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they're, they're all good wrestlers too. So that's a that's a good thing. Eh, except for Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley can barely talk. Yeah, yeah, but he has like he's gonna be the mentor though. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's, he, not gonna, he's just gonna be at the ringside, or he's gonna be showing them how to do moves in the back, like, yeah, you got to do like this, blah, blah, blah. He's not gonna be actually on the mic. It's gonna be more like probably Dawkins and uh, Ford, maybe Carmelo Hayes a little bit on a low, but I'm telling you, unless so they tr- bring Trick MVP, Williams, would, Trick Williams would be their manager. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. I see. That's what it sounds like. Because if MVP ain't there, there, someone needs to be the manager, and it sure as hell ain't Bobby. He ain't he ain't talking. Yeah, the manager can't be bigger than everybody else on the team. And Trick he's Williams the, already. No, nah, he's the godfather of the group. <laughs> uh, call the shots from behind the scenes. Yeah. And then if he and then if he has to get involved, he's gonna seem all nice, but then they're gonna start messing up, and then he's gonna start getting pissed. He's gonna fucking smack mm. him upside the head. It could be well, one of those like heel happen. groups that everybody loves. They could act be. like assholes, but everybody just likes them too much to boo them. That's true. All right, fellas. Uh, moving on to another small topic here. Big congratulations to Mr. Brian Pillman Jr. He is now headed to WWE to the NXT wow. uh, center, and he's going to start training at the end of August. That's great news. Are we going to see the crippled cross face? <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Yo, if he does the headbutt, yo, I'm telling you right now, reincarnated right there, man. He's going to be heavyweight champ in five years. I'm not going to hold you. I've never seen any Brian Pillman match, like his father. I saw clips on the dark side. Remember there was the dark side of him? Yeah. yeah. Clips of it, but I never watched the full match either. Yeah. So I kind of like missed that whole thing, but I know he's great, but yeah, RIP him. But this is a fantastic opportunity for for Brian Pillman Jr. He kind of got lost in the sauce in AEW. And I've been saying this, I've said this multiple times on uh this podcast. A lot of those young guys that are in AEW, they need something like an NXT so they can like kind of develop their character. There's a lot of dudes that have not developed their character in AEW. And the way AEW is structured, it's kind of set for people that already have gotten their feet wet uh they're high talented in wrestling and like they're already experienced um so those newer guys as those dudes that started two three four years ago like there's there's nothing like nxt over there i mean you could say the nightmare factory but it's not as good as the performance center nothing is is as good as the performance center so a lot of guys yeah yeah oh i thought when i thought when cody left he took it with him like he just like nah that's still it's it's still their developmental uh, okay. thing. So, uh, yeah, a lot of those younger guys, especially like one name also comes to mind too, like like an action Andretti. Like he had a great debut with Jericho, but it, he's still kind of like trying to find his character. And I don't think that's going to happen in AEW, to be honest. So I think a lot of those 
young young guys should leave and go to like an NXT, and then if they want to come back later in the future when they're established, they can come back. I don't know, man. Like, I wasn't even a big fan of like Brian Pimble Jr. He can't talk on a mic, and he was like, I don't know, his matches wasn't even that that good. But like you said, like they didn't have like an NXT like development over there to help him. So, man, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. I'll give I'll give him a chance. We'll see. I ain't gonna just shit on him yet, you know, because he, like you said, they didn't have nobody really fucking helping these guys over there. Yeah. Uh, do you think they'll still call him Brian Pillman Jr.? There's no controversy nah, on yes. Brian Pillman, right? Yeah, I think they'll still call him Brian Pillman Jr. It's his name, so he can, yeah, okay, can yeah. keep it. All right, fellas. Uh, let me see here. Oh, <laughs> before we move on to collision and some of the bigger topics let's talk about this uh melter and seth rollins pr feud that's going on here <laughs> so as we talked before in the last pod melter and his star ratings dave made it very clear that uh it's already a goofy concept as it is uh melter recently gave the tag match tag team title match not the one on 729 yesterday's when we were recording this but the the one prior last week uh the tag team championship match between bullet club gold and ftr he gave that match i believe uh six and a quarter stars or something like that and what the fuck? it was something high i might i might be wrong but it was definitely i think it might have been high. five and a half or something Five, yeah, it was something like that. Six and a quarter. I think that's the most ever. That was like a Kenny match. Some, yeah, I Kenny and Okada was definitely a six uh, something. But yeah, he gave it a high rating. Uh, and I'm not going to lie. I love the match. I think I might have chatted about it the last part. It was a very good match, especially for a TV tag match. It might have been the best. But what would you rate it, though? But I'm not rating it that high. I'd probably rate it like a four. But I gave it a three. That's fair. That's also fair, too. Out of five, uh, I was like, it was a good-ass match, but at the same time, I saw it better by FTR. So it was like, I don't know, like, continue, continue. So so basically, he rated it high, and I got the wrestling world talking, and he recently had an interview with um, Chris Van Vliet. Love Chris Van Vliet. We love you on this show. Where in the interview, Melser was kind of saying he doesn't understand why people make a big deal out of it it he, he's pretty fair with the rating and chris van vliet asked him well you don't have any kurt angle match in your five yeah. like no kurt angle match is a five star and it's kind of baffling to people he's like well you know when you give out five stars or something like that it's got to be really really like something mind-blowing and like kurt has had fantastic matches kurt kurt kurt's a legend but i i haven't seen something of like a five-star caliber like some of these matches are the greatest matches i've ever seen i HBK, think most Kurt of, angle you can't pay me a million dollars to think that match isn't five stars most of my favorite matches of all time are not rated five star and this isn't like subject like a subjective favorite like this is a personal fave like no i think these are the, the matches i think are the best ever most of them are mm-hmm happened in wwe throughout the ruthless aggression into like the pg area era and shit and maybe recently um none of those have received five stars you know yeah i have a couple kenny matches in there that received five stars it's like he clearly has a bias 
And of course, everybody. Good on man. Seth for calling him out for it. I saw something. I just read a little article. Um, mm-hmm. I saw a quick little thing, not related, but related, that I thought was really interested. Mm-hmm. Melcher says Cornette is the guy who came up with the star rating. And Interesting. It was, and it was based on using numbers instead of saying good, very good, or excellent. And then they had to raise it because because the four, which was originally the top number, matches just got too good. So we had to have a five. Then they added the six. So we uh, had to have yeah. a Yeah. And, and so on. So that's kind of how this thing got out of that's hand. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of Meltzer's uh stance on it. And the thing is, I mean, at the end of the day, it is his personal rating, whether yeah. whether he is speaking subjective or not about it. So I don't feel too bad when he does rate something like however he rates it. But so Seth got wind of this, of course, and he was on Logan Paul's uh podcast and Seth impulsive. Says, impulsive. Yes, thank you. I was trying to think of the name. I knew <laughs> something crazy like that. Uh Seth goes, if I'm not mistaken, I think Kurt Angle has no five-star matches from Meltzer. Okay. One of the greatest of all time. And there's a plethora of these people. My point is Dave's great. He's a great historian. He's been part of the business for a long, long time. Oh, there's moles everywhere. Somebody out there is leaking it to somebody. I guess this was after Logan Paul asked him, like, how he gets the information and rumors or whatever, blah, blah. Uh, Seth says, oh, there's moles everywhere. Somebody out there is leaking it to somebody or telling somebody who's telling somebody who's telling somebody. You never know. You have to be very careful with your information in this industry. But Dave's a great historian, but match ratings are silly. Match ratings are very silly. It's so subjective. If it's good, it's good. You know when something's good. And Dave then responded. Uh, he <laughs> goes. Go ahead. Sorry. It, no, that's okay. Uh, He goes, it doesn't bother me uh, that Rollins said that. It's as silly as movie ratings, food critic ratings, video game ratings. It's all the same. It's all opinion. If Seth can say that a match is good, then it's a three-star match. If he can say it's great, it's a four-star match. They're synonymous with each other. You you see what I'm saying? I Here's my thing, and I just looked. I didn't even know this would be available on Wikipedia so easily, but... You you can have your own opinion, but you clearly have a certain taste, and there's just no credibility that comes with it. When I see that the promote, they listed the promotions with the most five star matches. Oh, that's New, New Japan has eighty three. The <laughs> next number two is All Japan with thirty five. This is all time, thirty five. Number three. A promotion that's been around for like five years. AEW is 23. Then All Japan Women's Pro Wrestling with 19. Then WWE in their 50-year history or whatever the fuck with only 18 five-star matches. That's just bullshit. Yeah, Dave Meltzer's, that's just Dave bullshit. Meltzer's a dick. He's a, yo, I just he's don't want to hear it. I just, that's your own. That's, that's your opinion. But that's all it is at that point. Yeah. When wrestlers, yeah. I don't want to hear AEW or whoever... You should even feel good about a five star match at that point. If that's if what that's, Seth is saying, if that's yeah. the thing, right? Like Seth is like, it doesn't matter. Like whatever. Like because clearly his his rating is based on his taste. So like, why am I gonna care 
even grosser so much about wrestlers with the most five star matches. Number one, Will Ospreay. Number two, Masao. Yeah, for, number yeah. three, Okada. Kenny Omega is tied for number three. Number five, Kobashi. Number six, Kawada. Uh, number seven, Shingo Ta- Shingo Takagi, tied with uh, Tanahashi. Number nine, Akira Tao. Number ten, tied at number ten, Koda in a guy named Toyota. Number twelve, oh, yeah, Ric yeah, Flair. Yeah. Number thirteen, Matt and Nick Jackson. Number fifteen, Ishii. Number sixteen, Ray Phoenix in Night Over Tide. Number eighteen. Uh, Kyoko Inoue in Serata are oh, tied. No. We're getting into a lot of these are all Japanese. These are names. old. Yeah. Well, he's They're been all, doing it for a long time. The only so. WWE guy mm-hmm. who's on here Rick really, well, Ric Flair, who Rick was in Flair. a bunch of like, I'm sure most of those aren't WWE. Those are all. Nah, those are all NWA. Yep. Yeah. Um, Gunther. That's it. That Gunther's the only guy on this entire list. Wow. There's no sh- not sh- Shawn Michaels is there on this fucking list. Shawn Michaels Red definitely Amazon. has five star no, matches. No. Like these are let's see. The Undertaker fucking Shawn Michaels WrestleMania so, 25. Barry Windham is last on this and 26. list. 26. There's a bunch and of guys with five, like five five star matches. I just Undertake um Shawn Michaels is just it's just gross. Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle WrestleMania 21. Shawn Michaels versus right John there. Cena on on Raw. Shawn Michaels Undertaker. I- um, we could go on all day about Shawn Michaels. And, wait, and what even? What about the NXT matches? Like the old NXT matches? None oh of my, those are FTR versus FTR None versus of those are I like, assume no NXT, and that might even be the grosser part. So you saw Gunther, yeah. Um, NXT might be under the WWE banner, and that's the only reason WWE even has that much. But let me go back and check. Well, they were putting on fucking. They bags. were, but you're telling <laughs> that just means. You're just telling me WWE has never put on a five-star match, basically, on the main roster, aside from, like, a few Gunther matches. This is crazy. Yeah, oh, it's a lie. It's a just a lie. Thing. And the thing about that, though, with Dave Meltzer's whole fucking giving out these five-star matches to fucking, especially these New Japan wrestlers, you got a bunch of fanboys that say, yeah, see, this is this is better wrestling, this and that, and you go back and watch that, you're like, that's an average fucking match. That's an average match. Some well, of those I, are average matches. Some of them are. I won't lie to you, though. It, it, to me personally, it makes sense that Will Ospreay has so much because pretty much I'll say 80% of the time he has a match and I'm like, oh my God. It's fantastic. He's fantastic. He's, he's, he's but amazing. my thing is like, can he even feel that good about having them when I don't it's know, like I don't think he cares, honestly. <laughs> right. I think right. he said he doesn't care in an interview with CV. I'm sure. And why Yo, should but he? I'll never forget when I was watching um AEW backstage and shit like that. You have Britt Baker, who we're going to talk about later. Um, she freaking was like, oh, you think like uh, that's going to be a five-star match? I just put on this hat. Yo, AEW wrestlers, they think like doing all these flips and shit like that. Like they think every match they're putting on is five-star for Dave Meltzer. Like Dave Meltzer is the god of wrestling. Like he's the yeah. overseer of all great talent. This motherfucker is corny. Nobody, yo, like I, don't, I never liked him. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? This guy looks like, yo, he got rejected from WWE talent, and now he's bitter. It's like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to promote all these other fucking wrestlers and all these other promotions, but not WWE. I no, found, he's bitter. You sound like a bitter old girlfriend. Do you guys want to hear? I found a list, an uh, article with all of the WWE matches that have received five stars. Yeah, let me hear. I'd, I'm I'd also love to, know the, I'd love to know the matches that are like four, seven, all from five, the 80s. like four, five. Yeah. 
Yeah, right I know the Undertaker Shawn Michaels at twenty five. He gave it at like four point five or something. But right. I bet you all from the eighties. He he had well, a the re- first. I, I remember hearing his reason for that. First is uh, Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania ten. The ladder match. Yeah. Yep. Two. A lot Bret of people Hart, talk about that. Bret Hart, Owen Hart at SummerSlam ninety four. That's a great match. That's Three. Bret Hart, Stone Cold at thirteen, deservedly so. Yeah. Um, oh, they're gonna make me go to a bunch of different <laughs> pages here. It's one of those. Shawn Michaels, oh, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker in your house, bad blood. I think that's when. Oh, that was a good one. That's That's when Kane Kane debuted. It's gotta be Kane. It's gotta be Kane. CM Punk, John Cena, Money in the Bank, classic. Johnny Gargano, and I think that was five matches. Now we're at Johnny Gargano, Andrade. um, Absolutely, yes. Takeover. Five Adam star. Cole, EC3, Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, Ricochet, Velveteen Dream. I that, think I remember that, that match. Far. Yeah, that, that North yeah. American title match. Yeah, that, that was great. I wouldn't call that five on it. I would have called that's that. A, I'm yeah. with you. I thought it was a really good match. That's like. That's not a five star. But Overdoing it. That's when he was giving out five stars. Like that whole day. Everybody was getting one. Mustache Mountain versus Undisputed Era. Yeah, no, that was Adam a good Cole, match. Johnny Gargano. They had a bag, and they're on here twice. He obviously has a taste, basically, because the rest yeah. of these are indie, are, are um indie style of wrestling. Yeah, yeah. So he's he, it just sounds like he's not a fan of the uh the slow, methodical, drawn out. But that is WWE. what New Japan is. New Japan, the first twenty minutes of a New yeah. Japan match is is fucking yeah, up and like you're right. It, it their build up is, is crazy, but it's still different from the. WWE stuff. WWE, I would say the the closest thing to to describe it is more dramatic, because because e- e- even with New Japan with the build up, like they do take long to build up to get to like second year. I'm not denying that. Um, it does feel a little more fast paced though. Like I think he likes just in the, general. He likes he likes the flips. He he likes the flips, but he also likes multiple kickouts of. Oh, yeah, like dramatic kickouts. Because that's a lot of news. Yeah. Like the Kenny yeah, Osprey yeah, match. Close finishes. Like kicking out everything. I loved it. I thought that was five stars. But they were kicking out everything. That's yeah, the thing, right? I, I would appreciate it if the most like popular wrestling journalist was able to see like different types. Different like types. Like, that's how I feel we are. Like yeah. I, I, loved, I loved fucking, I don't know if it was five stars, but I loved Roman Cody. That, that was a good. And that's I, a, that was a good damn near five stars. That's a that different was, type of match than I also love Osprey and Omega. But this dude can only see one, one way. Yeah, way. yeah. He, yeah, he got the blinders on. That's the problem. He uh he needs to be more open minded with his taste. And if he's not open minded, then all of his high rated matches are going to be one style, and he the the rating just loses credibility at that point. <laughs> so. Well, it already has pretty much, but all of Dave's five stars. Dave Moses is a Brian, bitch. Brian Panty matches. Well, then again, hold on. He has Ric Flair in there. I mean, Ric Flair is not really. That's all NWA. But yo, you talking about that's the 80s right there. Ric Flair ran the 80s. I bet you his five star matches would be like with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Dusty Rhodes, yeah. and probably. Um, yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah, and, and they put on banging ass matches. Like, I'm telling you, right, those, all those matches was good, but, yo, that's all the 80s. He ain't got Ric Flair from, like, 97, 98. He ain't got no Ric Flair in there. He, he probably only have Ric Flair versus right. Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 24. I think that's it's about with star ratings that mean anything. You need to come up. It's like how 
like awards and sports are voted by like the writers and stuff like that you can't just have it be dave if you want yeah to, create some sort of like board where it's you know all the high-end respected yeah. writers in wrestling That's you have idea. to make sure though that you can kind of check their bias you have some that have bias towards AEW, right. maybe some that have bias towards wwe because then if you get a match that's like 4.6 or something like that that match is probably ridiculous because that means that everybody really Facts. liked it and then and if I, you get like a five out of five match and like it's straight across across the board, the board. Five out of five and you keep it to a scale of out of five you don't have mm-hmm. this like six and three quarters <laughs> bullshit it's like no it yeah, was five stupid. out of five right i think it um what i will say is when they come out with like wrestler of the year I think multiple people do all those end of year awards. Multiple people do vote yeah, on it, those. No, it's he just, gets uh, to pick who like votes. Subscribers. He gets to pick who vote. Right. It's like it's still it's people like, associated with elite, him. Probably. But <laughs> that's how you do end up with. It is like, a lot of people though. So that is how you end up with Roman Reigns getting Wrestler of the Year, even though it's the Observer. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the subscribers to his newsletter that vote for that. I think you have to apply because there's a podcast to listen to. And the guy was talking about how he got denied. He's a subscriber (laughs) and he has a wrestling podcast that people listen to. And he got denied for like voting on. I'll try to vote. You probably have to send send in your ballot. And if you pick too too many WWE related topics, then Mm. (laughs) he doesn't accept your ballot. (laughs) I guess he just feel WWE post. 89 all the way to like 2014 hasn't put on any five-star caliber matches well all of his five-star matches for wwe for the most part they're pretty later in well there you got the you had owen hart bret hart oh yeah steve bret hart yeah bret hart who's drawing out and methodical and and technical and he's next on the topic list too what's this about bret hart what's bret hart uh What's what's he chatting about daily? I read some of that too. What's Bret Hart chatting of? He shot up a school. Uh, Bret Hart's a little salty, and uh, Bret Hart's salty. No, yeah, I know, right? Uh, and I'm on Goldberg. Do this time. This has to do with AEW, and I'm on the side of AEW at this point. AEW. Uh, wrestling writer Brian R. Solomon. Never heard of him. Recently raised it recently raised the question why the veteran stars weren't being given the opportunity to work in backstage roles in AEW. He then revealed that the company turned down Bret Hart's offer to be an agent for them as the company only wanted him as an on-screen talent. I'm actually a big fan of Orange Cassidy and his work, but in a company that has Arn Anderson, Jake Roberts, Taz, Billy Gunn, Kristen Christian Cage, Chris Jericho, Dustin Rhodes, and Sting in the locker room, Shouldn't they be the ones being tapped to be road agents? When I recently interviewed Bret Hart for my book, he told me that he offered to agent for them, but they only wanted to bring him in as a manager like Tully, Arn, Jake, etc. Imagine having the ability to have Bret Hart coach your talent and saying, no, just be a TV character. My take on it is that no matter where Bret goes, he's getting declined to be an agent because he's his rep is too muddy these days i thought they fuck with him though and they get the you got ftr they did fuck with him they fuck with him i i think that i'm on brett's side on this i'm sorry but go on thank you it's just brett i feel like brett has 
has done too much and is always in the media for the wrong reasons to sit there and be an agent for a company, let, let alone AEW. I, I think WWE would also decline him. I think him being an on-screen, that's Tony, that's Tony Khan bullshit. I'm sorry. Whoever Bret Hart is an agent or is accompanying to the ring as an on-air talent, he's just going to overshadow whoever the guy is. Just like Jake the Snake. Over Jake the Snake, a much smaller star. A much smaller star than Bret Hart overshadowed Lance Archer. Um, yeah, he did. So he it's did. like I, I'm with Bret, like, but Bret is somebody who knows so much about the wrestling business and like is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Like him just being being like, hey, I just want to like coach and give some tips. I'm down with that because that's yeah. Like, maybe it made me map out a guy who we just saw has some classics him being able to map out matches that's so much more useful than just him being on screen that's fair it was not the greatest promo of all time by the way bret hart that's where he's he left his promo so why bring him out if he's not going to be coming out there with his like prime exactly. bret hart to wrestle there's no point in having him on screen you could do it like once once a year maybe like little, little cheap pop like um <laughs> triple h comes out like a couple times a year still and whatnot like somewhere to that but yeah, that's that's Tony trying to collect old wrestlers he liked in the nineties to throw them on keep TV. Him under his grasp. But yo, but didn't we say this about um and like one of the opening topics about Brian Pillman Jr.? Mm -hmm. Remember we said like we they had no NXT development over there to help him out. Yeah, like Bresh over there talking about like yo, let me do this. I can help out the talent a lot more. Make that team right now. They definitely need all the help they can get because I've been seeing a lot of botching going on, a lot of botching going on in some of these matches. Yeah, and I'm just telling you, if you can help them make the matches a lot smoother and a lot like less hurtful, like yo, with the moves they're doing, because yo, he he has stiff moves, but people wasn't getting hurt, and mm -hmm. this that would go perfect with what some some of these AEW wrestlers are doing. And it's like there's no guidance back there. You could tell there's no guidance, man. Like come yeah. on, like. I think Tony Khan's being corny. Like, I don't want to be on air like, oh, wheel him out there for for some chairs while they blow and wheel him back. Like, damn, Sting almost fucking died. Like, doing that shit. He went through a fucking table the wrong way. If y'all noticed that last yeah, match, he, last table, night, yeah. he, he almost broke his fucking neck. Like, yo, like, come on, man. You think, yo, Brett can't even fucking walk down the ring like as it is. <laughs> like, come on, what the hell? I don't want to see that shit. That is how they used him last. Last time we saw Brett on AEW, he introduced the AEW title to everybody in 2019 or 2018. It was one of those. Yeah. Shows. I feel like a big issue with a lot of the AEW talent, though, is since they don't necessarily have massive contracts, they still do indie dates. So it's like, when are you even going to coach these guys? True. That's a good point. That's a they're very good point. Like they're doing dynamite or they're doing collision, but they're also doing like two, maybe three indie shows in between. Yeah. It's like you can't have them working seven days a week unless, yeah, I mean, you could do some coaching like the day of dynamite or the day of collision, but at the same time, it's like you, they have so much talent at this point. Mm. They're having the same problem that WWE had right before the pandemic. They have too many people. Yeah. Too so many guys like the 2019 Celtics. <laughs> exactly. Too many guys like need, I said on the last guys need the ball. For real, like I said on the last part, too much wrestling means a lot of people ain't gonna give a fuck about your character, man. A lot, a lot of these wrestlers you have don't to go stand under out. the radar. You, you thank you. You have now. to now. You have to. Um, I, I'm I'm fifty fifty. I think you guys brought up a good point about that. I think he'd be useful as a coach. In terms as an agent, I don't know. Like going out and doing like PR and representing the company. I, I I don't trust Brett. Well, I think an agent in wrestling is like the person who like sets up the match. 
That's the how best I producer. I heard it's like the same thing. That's why I've heard uh, my uh, hear shoot interviews are like yeah, like agents get uh, Billy. Uh, sure. Fuck, what's his name? Oh, okay. Jamie Noble was the agent for that match, and yeah, that, that's what I thought. I thought they were the like agent more does like produce. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Put the match together. But there's also coaches, and I'm sure people do both. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, yeah I, I, I just, I don't see a, a reason why he would come on screen other to bo- get a boost, quick boost in ratings. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a, a ratings ploy there. They could you They could have used him in Canada. <laughs> yeah, they could have. Yeah. They seriously could have. That's probably how this happened. They wanted him to get on TV by then. All right. Thoughts on yesterday's collision, the the A show of AEW. <laughs> right now it is. Absolutely. Did did y'all finish it? I did not. No. I, I did not finish it, but I caught up. Seb, you were with me last night and I walked in <laughs> the doors and, and fell asleep immediately. Yeah, you were yeah, you were done after last night. <laughs> we we had a little party out in the town uh-huh. last night. <laughs> We were out with Seb. Seb, uh, Seb's driving down the road. We were going to Utica, New York for a house show. And uh, Seb <laughs> pulled out a line of Coke while he was driving. So watch I, this. I can't believe it. I saw I saw Gabe. I, I kid you not. Before my very eyes, he slammed 12 drinks back to back. And that whole night, 47 beers. And we only hung out for three hours. <laughs> They're so full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> they're also fucking they're trying to work us bro these guys never stop trying to work us <laughs> the, the interviews is crazy um well since nobody finished collision i can't really uh discuss you can talk about it i mean it was a great episode the, the, the episodes have been consistently great week to week to week digestible um, digestible too and digestible yeah i just feel collision in general versus aw i think i said this on the last pod too uh, Dynamite's getting a little more sports entertainment oriented and Collision just feels like the old AEW. It feels like what Dynamite used to be. It's raw. It's digestible. Like you said, um, the mm. matches are high quality and it's it's just a better show, man. Like I, I'm starting to have a really not a tough time. Like I could still watch Dynamite, but like I've noticed even myself, like there's some weeks dynamite is on wednesday and i'm not rushing to see dynamite like i'll watch it on thursday or friday or something but then collision away collision though i'm there every saturday eight o'clock i'm there unless i'm doing something on that saturday i'm there so like it's must watch television so i don't know how they could fix that on dynamite but like cm punk said last night i'm I'm a i'm a collision guy (laughs) yeah I, i won't get too much in detail uh with last night's episode but definitely a must watch it was high energy from start to finish well we all watched the cm punk promo because we all watched it before we started this pod together that's true um i thought it was cool they mentioned wembley finally Uh, right yeah i mean we have a month to go till that that big stadium show and no one mentioned not even promoting it not Not promoting it a single match isn't put on the card yet cm punk is the first wrestler in aw to even mention the damn show and it's nice to see like a coherent riveting promo it's not yeah. the best cm punk promo ever obviously but just like it, it, it had emotion into it makes though. it look easy and yeah. then you watch dynamite and you see so many people on dynamite and collision and on wwe programming too just like a bunch of people who it's just like some people have a tough like pulling time teeth promos. it's like pulling teeth <laughs> 
It's like they just learned the language of of English, but it's definitely <laughs> tough. it's definitely tough. But yeah. you know, you know what I like about Collision though, it's like it's kind of like a, a real brand split. Like you don't really see dynamite people on Collision, and Collision is like it's, I feel like it's his own promotion. Like you you see Andrade on there, CM Punk, FTR. Of course, you saw FTR on there because of the MJF and um, Adam Cole, but before that, you didn't see um. MJF on it like that, or yeah, Adam Cole. He, like he that. only pops in here and there, but there, there's yeah, because he was a champ. That's why. Yeah, I feel which, like which champions are different. Yeah, definitely. champions oh, are yeah, like that's the different. exception, like not in WWE because they have like one of each to have on each show, so it's different. But like mm. they only have one set of tag belts in AEW. They only have one world title. They have one mid card title. So it's like if they pop up on both shows, that's fine because it's like you're not gonna keep the titles off of one of the shows that just wouldn't make sense yeah uh, i feel like collision's just better i want to pose this question since we all saw this segment i'm glad gabe brought it up cm punk basically for those listening he what what, what was in the red bag uh Don't we all we all we already knew it was in the bag but it, it's nice that he finally revealed it was in the bag and it was the old AEW championship that he technically never lost he he got suspended from the company after the all-out situation and he was still champ and they made mjf in his absence so he pulls out the bell he's like listen nobody beat me for this so as far as i'm concerned i'm the real champ and i'm on collision so you want to take on the champ you come to my show and he even put his own symbol on the title. So where do they go from here? Do they merge both of the belts or do they keep two world titles? I think they're going to keep two separate. I think they're going to keep two separate world titles until that one was the, um, the fucking UK show fucked up and clean. Say it right. I feel like they're going to, they're not going to even acknowledge on dynamite what CM Punk said. I think they're going to keep playing it out. I think CM Punk every Saturday is going to keep talking about how nobody is Answered his challenge about him being a real champ, except for um for Starks. Starks. Yeah, yeah, except for Ricky Starks, and they're gonna keep it up, keep it up until like I, I'm gonna say either the week up or two weeks because that's how bad they promote. Like they, that's how bad they promote shit. They'll just like they'll overdrag a promotion or they won't promote it until like the very last minute. And I think they're gonna promote this at the very last minute, which kind of sucks though because for ticket sales, even though it's sold out, like just it's like that, but I'm just sold out. You should yeah. have been building for the show for like a month and a half. Damn, that's how I feel like. People. I'm going. This is your this. I don't <laughs> care about all out any of those like as like your shows. Like this is your fucking WrestleMania. Literally, there's yeah. eighty thousand fucking people. This is five or six of your gates to any of your other pay per views. Yeah, this is an entire. This should be a year. big deal. You're making more money off of this for ticket sales than you are all your other shows combined in a year, probably in terms mm. of the pay per views. It's they like, should treat it like WrestleMania. This? Exactly. It, it, this it should be like high stakes. Like we're all getting to Wembley. It's going to be a big showdown. Like I need, I need some like, type of hype. We don't necessarily know the match. Like the match card isn't going to be like announced for WrestleMania like a month in advance. Right. But you already have a pretty good idea of what's going to be on the card. Maybe like one or two matches are already announced. Mm-hmm. Real, like you can maybe make some predictions for like, oh, maybe Punk and MJF are gonna square off to see like who's the real champ, whatever. Champion. But besides yeah. that, like you have no fucking idea what's gonna happen at this show. That could be exactly. a pro con. That could be an, a pro and a con. I think that's terrible. They're lucky that awful. they're selling these tickets, uh, but at the same you also time, don't it's want... like you need to build the excitement for the show. Yes, I I agree. You also don't want. 
the show to be predictable either. Well, yeah, but like, if, you, if you tell me, I want to see buildups. If you tell no, no, me, no, a match I agree that's going to happen, right? You tell me a match that's going to happen a week before, mm-hmm. a match that's going to happen like three weeks before. If you build it right, you make even if it's predictable off the rip of who might win, it gives you three weeks to build the feud to make it less predictable. Yeah, yeah. So it's like if you pick a feud a week or two weeks before. That's less time for you to do that. So now, it, if anything, it becomes more predictable unless you book the right match. I agree. Like, I, I want to be invested into these matches. You're going to make it like a WrestleMania. I want to know if I'm going to like this feud or I'm not. Like, I bet you they're going to try to do that two weeks before fucking the big show. They're going to have Kenny Omega versus fucking Osprey as a, like a surprise fucking matchup. And then they're going to have the Blackpool, the Black um, Combat Club versus fucking... Um, Fucking the young bucks and, and hangman, Agman, uh, hangman Adam Page. I, that's gonna be I six man tag match right there. I, already, there. I can already see that. You gotta thing? have um yeah that, yeah yeah yeah. Like with um, you, you're gonna see Ricky Starks versus probably CM Punk for the belt because something's gonna happen when they face yeah, each other two, now, yeah. the next collision. The, the, and then you gotta have um Adam Cole versus MJF, and then MJF is gonna beat Adam Cole. Even though on my last part I said he wasn't. He's gonna lose, but um, nah. That's when CM Punk and him are gonna fight at the end of the show. They're gonna do some crazy shit like that. Like you had to watch. Like they end up I like, fighting emergency. I like if like you said, Gene earlier. It's kind of like the old SmackDown and Raw, where they're two completely different entities right now. The brand split. Yeah. If it's gonna stay like that, I'm fine with having two belts for the time being, because uh, we have two pretty good champs. If that's the case. Right. Uh, but and MJF. If we hit the point where it's like, okay, they don't feel as good, has special, which I don't think we're at that point right now. Um, then you can combine the belts, but that's kind of how I feel if we're gonna have two different brand splits. It depends on how seriously they take it. Because at yeah. the end of the day, if they're not, they're not gonna be like the old SmackDown or Raw where you have their own pay per views. All these yeah. guys are gonna end up on the same card, and that's where it's weird. Where what was the last pay-per-view? It was Forbidden Door. Forbidden, Forbidden Door, Door, where it's like, all right, Kenny and the Bucks, we know the drama of CM Punk, and these guys are on the same card, and we're just not going to talk about it. You know what You know what happened? Sorry to kind of lean off topic. At Forbidden Door, apparently, the Bucks and, well, I don't know so much Kenny, but the Bucks are still kind of like, oh, we look with Punk, whatever. Mm-hmm. They, they had Punk and the Elite, on like two opposite ends of the building, so they never interacted with each other. Yeah, at all. it's crazy. Yeah, yo, the Bucks, yeah, the Bucks are bitches, man. Straight up, they all some, they all some fucking babies. Tony ain't no gods or wrestler. Tony is the bi- the biggest bitch in this situation because you have some of your biggest stars, and he needs to sit them down and yeah. tell them to just fucking get over it. If Michaels and Bret Hart can work together. Uh, with all that, shit, Matt Hardy then anybody and Edge can, can work together. I was gonna, that was my next. Yeah. I literally, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. I was listening to a pod yesterday about that, that SummerSlam, but it was also they were also talking about how Edge was super uncomfortable with the situation and whatnot. But yeah, all right, because he, fucked up. I don't think he really had a right to be the uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> I feel seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, should we talk about a pay per view that? Has a little more buildup. Yes. Summer Slam, the big topic of the day. Summer Slam. Let's uh, go through our predictions of what's gonna happen. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Though. When is it? It's next Saturday. Saturday. 
It's next yeah. Saturday. Yes. Yeah. Holy first shit. First weekend of August. I have been uh, crazy about the overall build for SummerSlam. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm kind of amped about like a couple of matches on there. One of them, I'm really amped because it's like, I, uh, go ahead, go ahead. If you're going to go through it, I ain't going to say it yet. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, yo, that Roman versus main event, Jay Uso. Like, yeah, that's I, like, yeah, that's the biggest don't tribal remember, combat. Remember, yeah, tribal combat. That's so fucking Roman's sick. first title defense as SmackDown champion. You know who it's against, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's where it all started. started. It's where it started. Yeah. So I feel, yo, a lot of people are saying, like, it might end like this. Remember, we talked about this a couple of pods ago when mm-hmm. I was like, yo, it's all about Jay. Like, it, this whole s- tribal storyline all ends with him. It begins with him and ends with him. So yeah. I feel like, yo, the way it's being built up, the way it's been going, him actually pinning Roman's shoulders. He's the one who pinned Roman he on pinned Roman last month. Yep, at the money in the bank. So it's like, yo, his promos are starting to get a little better. You know what I'm saying? Even though, like, they always do that wild, like, talking in their promos of Usos. But yo, it's just like, he's the crowd's really fucking behind him. They like, they're really behind him. They're like, yo, they're popping for him and everything. Yeah, so it's just like I think he's not gonna do it though. I don't think he's gonna beat Roman. I don't think he's gonna beat Roman. They might not pull the trigger. They, they might shouldn't. Not. Yeah, I don't think they should. Because where do you go I, from there? Here's my pitch. That's what I'm saying. I'll answer that right now. I think it's time to speed up the main event, Jay storyline. You have Jay beat Roman, and then you have Jimmy come back because Jimmy is out on injury right now. Yep. But you have him come back as a heel and betray Jay. Why? Because one, the Usos have said on many pods now that they want a, a match between each other. That's their dream for their career, one-on-one. Also, Jimmy has mentioned before that he had to uh, sit back and watch as his brother like kind of neglected him and reached success on his own. Jimmy start never stopped. Start getting DUIs out here. Seriously, no. <laughs> seriously. Uh, but Jimmy, here's the thing about Jimmy, too. If he never stepped up to Roman at all, Jay wouldn't have had the courage to get in this position to challenge Roman in the first place. So Jimmy's story is like, you'd be nothing without me. While Jay's story will be proving to everybody, I'm a star and I'm tired of people telling me that I can't do anything on my own. I can't be anything on my own. So I think that's where you go from there. You have a title match between the two. But and if you want to give it back to Roman after, you can, because I don't know how long you can carry out an Uso's feud with the WWE Championship. But I feel uh, like that'd be a compelling story to go with. I personally don't think anything that's blood related, like something like that, like Roman Rock. Mm-hmm. I mean, Roman Rock's different, obviously. That's much higher scale. But something like the Usos having a WrestleMania match, I don't think needs a belt to matter. To make it better. But we're a long way time, off from Mania. Like, we are a yeah. long way. Yeah. I feel like though, if he Roman does lose, because Gabe, you said where did we go from here if Jay wins? I feel like because we mentioned this on a part a while back ago. The, the whole Cody Rhodes, what Cody Rhodes said in the build up to WrestleMania to Roman was like, what happens if you lose that belt? <clears throat> The Usos ain't gonna be there no more. Soa ain't gonna be there no more. Paul Heyman ain't gonna be there no more. Where do you go from here? What's gonna happen to you? And I feel like, boom, he disappears off TV after losing. 
comes back at the Rumble as a face. Because one of y'all mentioned this um, a couple of parts ago. He'll come back as come back as a face because he was already such a three year heel. It's yeah. like coming back as a face, and then I don't know if J, um, Jay's still going to be the champion or something like that. Maybe Cody will probably be the champion at the time or something like that. And then Roman comes back, uh, wins the Rumble, and goes back as face to go back as um, becoming a tribal chief, regaining that and doing it the right way instead of being the hell, doing it the right way and picking everybody mm. up. And then, boom, his quest goes on from there. That's why I see that could be a possible like storyline after like he just disappears and let Jimmy, I mean, yeah, even Jay do his thing. You could do both. You You have Jay versus Jimmy stretch out for months. And yeah. Roman's gone, and then Roman can come back. Where you, what you do with Roman after that is up to you. But they could carry a few pay per views on their own. I love the you. Usos. I think they're great. I think we've seen them excel, especially Jay. Uh, but similar to how I feel about LA Knight, I do feel like it's like, all right. I feel like this is a sort of in the moment thing. I think they're stars. I think they're Hall of Famers, and I think they can have a good couple month feud but i think what really makes this storyline so good is you have paul Heyman in it and you have roman in it and once you take them out of it i'm not going to care as much about the jimmy versus jay thing for that long i think it would be a great match but for that to drag out if we want uso versus uso at mania it can't start at summerslam i'm or it can't start like they can't start feuding at summerslam mm. over the belt you um, know and I feel like if Roman loses the belt, the next guy really needs to like have a map of like what he's going to do next with it and be like the next guy. And I don't mm. think that's Jay. I just don't think that's Jay. I think it's Cody. I think the other two guys that I think are like the guys in the company are Cody and Seth. Yeah. Um, Gene, I like your idea of, and I, I mean, I've mentioned in the past that like after this, he'll be a huge face because he's now the biggest star in wrestling. Roman. So I like the idea of uh, down the line, Roman versus Seth. Seth is the heel. Uh, and at Mania, I think it has to happen. Roman versus Seth, and Seth can be the heel, and Roman can be the face. That'd be so dope. That'd be or so Or face dope. versus face. Maybe Mox is back by then. You do the triple threat. But that's how I feel. And yeah, same with LA. I mean, LA Knight, maybe we'll discuss him later. I've got some Fucking hot takes love. about LA Knight. I love LA Knight. You're killing me. He can't wrestle. He can't wrestle. He can't wrestle. He's made in the yeah. ring. The bell rings and he's he's whatever. He wrestles classic. It's fine when you're in WWE though. He's grounded. It's not. <laughs> it's not okay. It it's not okay. LA Once you have the belt, if you were the champ and you were the main event, I've said this on the spot a million times. The match has to be good, or I don't give a fuck. Bro, he's ground and pound. Stop. Well, then, I think bro. he does a decent job. Well, then but there's a difference when LA Knight comes on. You can leave the room. And we'll enjoy the match. All right. <laughs> You'll enjoy the match. Well, I'm sure will. you guys yeah. will enjoy the match. I yeah, think LA Knight is 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 he is grasping enough the audience's attention like better than anybody in the company except for the bloodline story. It. Cannot which deny is that. the hardest thing to do. Cannot deny that. I'm just saying once that bell rings. It's just this. I don't care how many yes he does. He's just not. Does it? I don't care that you're not doing flips or anything. Like Cena's ground and pound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roman's ground and pound. These are great wrestlers that put on great matches. He's clunky. La Knight's clunky. I know what you mean. Makes by the that. Miz. I know. Makes the Miz look like fucking 
Zack Sabre Jr. out there. <laughs> Yo, no lie though. I was gonna say, I was gonna say he kind of reminds me of Miz, the way he wrestled early Miz. Yeah. Yeah. But huh? I like LA Knight. He's though. better than Elias. I'll give you that. Oh, like, he's not hold on, hold on. I don't think he's the worst wrestler ever. I just have high standards for when you're the champ. Where like uh, my uh, issues with Jey Uso becoming champ are not in ring stuff. Well, I feel like it's similar to like to like some people. Don't okay, say MJF because MJF no, is no. a good wrestler. Because no, I know MJF, that's something no, people he's, say. He's people better. say MJF. MJF is a good wrestler. No, no, not MJF. I was gonna say, isn't this kind of similar to some people in the Attitude Era where they had a lot of hype, but they weren't? Who? Yeah, of course. Great in ring, Steven. But who who was a champ in the Attitude Era that wasn't great in the ring? That I will that like the Big Show. I don't give a fuck. Like you can say he sucks, and I'm with you. But like the Rock, some, somebody, somebody say mankind. Somebody say mankind. I love mankind. Matches. Mankind's mankind, not, the, yeah, no he's not the greatest in ring. Yeah, but he's got the extreme attitude with it, where he's yeah. LA Knight. LA when Knight the bell rings, he's just a wrestler. He has it's the just hype. basic wrestling. Where uh, mankind's like, I'm gonna choke you out with a sock right now. <laughs> yeah. Like that's crazy. And LA, yeah, right, he'll run into your knee. I mean, he'll run his knee into your face and all that. Other get shit. thrown off a cage and get thrown through a cage. Like that's what he brought to the table. Yeah, he's like um, he's like a better fat version of uh garbage Darby Allen, basically. And uh oh. Stone Cold Rock, Undertaker, Kane, Mankind, Triple H. <laughs> all those guys are like <laughs> elite in the ring. Not like Shawn Michaels elite, but like very, very, very fucking good. In the attitude era, there really wasn't that many Shawn Michaels elite wrestlers, but the rock and like that's kind of like uh, as a champion, like yeah, there was not that many. I don't think they were like, necessarily great in the ring, though. I think it was their psychology. Right. Yeah, and that's I what think I'm, it, that's what I'm getting at. But and I don't think it, uh, uh, what fucking match, what has it. What match has LA Knight had besides the Money in the Bank match where the where everybody wanted him to win except for Gabe because you're a fucking hater? No, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> care who won. But besides that match, what match has he been given where you can really because like. You can't That's really offer in ring psychology in a match that doesn't really mean anything. With the like when he comes out with the fiend, I about to say sucks, the Royal Rumble match. Who also yeah, sucks. <laughs> he came out of that looking better than the fiend did, or than fucking Bray. Yeah, did. he definitely did look better than he. Props to him. Those, those promos him where he was, those promos where he was slowly going psychotic. Also, you don't really know what happened to that match because you couldn't fucking see anything. <laughs> All you could see was his fucking dick was light green. Shout out Mountain Dew. Shout out. (laughs) Yeah, we were all. I think you were all a little too distracted during that match. Which fair, obviously, but like if you put him in a big pay per view spot, which apparently at SummerSlam he's going to be put into some sort of segment. Which all I'm saying, people have been comparing him to The Rock, and he's always he's always had those. Listen to the. I'm not saying this is going to happen because I don't think I've ever called something like this, but. (laughs) <laughs> Grayson Waller has been talking shit to The Rock. Okay. Grayson Waller and LA Knight have history going back to NXT. They have history in the past few weeks because when like Logan Paul was on Grayson Waller's show, LA Knight interrupted them and all that shit. So they have history. The Rock reportedly, good chance he might be at SummerSlam. If The Rock's going to be at SummerSlam, I see he a segment Roman. between Grayson Waller's uh, industry plan. I see a segment between LA Knight and The Rock. 
The Rock giving LA Knight the rub, and they beat the shit out of Grayson Waller <laughs> together. Yeah, they could the do rub. that. They, they, they do. I think they hit a double elbow. What I'll give you about LA Knight, <laughs> that, bro, they're giving Grayson Waller every fucking like high profile moment match. Yeah, last, like month and a half. But and he's been losing. They don't. He's been. Give the he's same. lost but all his matches. He's so like the Edge match. The Edge match is fine. I, I was Cena. okay with that. But then he lost like his other matches. That he's had. It's like you, you you don't build up someone like that on the main roster if you want to take them seriously. He's not gonna he's young. We, we've talked about this before. I don't he's care how time. young he is, you, you don't lose all these matches. Every matches and, and want me to invest in him. Yeah. That just that's backwards booking that I've never been a fan of. You if you want someone to be taken seriously, they're not gonna be losing like especially their first few matches on the main roster. At least win one. Well, who's he now, lost yeah. to? Edge, Edge, the Edge one. Like I said, I, I'm okay with because it's yeah. like it was a great match and it was a good rub. Uh, <laughs> Hasn't he main evented SmackDown twice? No, nah, once. Wasn't once. that match with, against with Jay? And was that main? Was that match against Jay not the main event of SmackDown? Oh shit! You might be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was no Roman on it. Yeah. He's Dude, I think that was a show music. I feel like that's a pretty good rub. Like, yeah, you're getting the loss, but the, he does have diva music. He does have very diva music. <laughs> He's got some like, what's her name? The girl who uh, sang with like the terrible voice. The fuck is oh, her name? Oh my goodness! Um, Jill- not Jillian. Um, Jillian Hall. Oh, oh. Yeah, Jillian Hall. Yeah, you know yeah. you want yeah. Dude, his music sounds like a fucking um that Iggy Azalea song. Oh God! Oh, yeah, you're right. Fancy. Yeah, yeah, it does. The thing is, though, is I think it fits him because he's like, he's like some like, I mean, he's Australian. Like you know the show (laughs) Love Island. Love me. Have you ever heard of the show? Have you ever heard of the show? I never watched it, but I've heard of it. Yeah, he like fits that profile, like just that like douchebag. Looks like he'd be on the challenge sub. Yeah, like that type of douchebag. That, That music fits him. He'd be on uh, Love Island UK. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, but that match is not orange enough. That's the only thing he's missing. Literally, that's probably why he hasn't been on the show yet. He's had matches with with Jay Uso, AJ Styles, Edge, and that's it. And he lost all of them. They had a uh, they had AJ go down to NXT to have a match with him. They did. Yeah, they got high plans for that boy. I think Don't it'll worry. be a good heel. LA Knight will put him over. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not the person we need to put. LA Knight needs to be put over himself. Or right, let me talk to you. And I don't think he's being booked really well right now either. I was gonna. Well, say that, that was right. my point. In his defense, you got Grayson Waller, who's in all these high-profile matches. They are not doing the same for LA Knight. Shit with LA Knight. So I'm like, that, well, that's wait. that's one of the reasons why this this build hasn't been uh getting me like that with SummerSlam. It's one of the McMahon reasons. got the strings like, yo, LA Knight got hot on his own. They Here's didn't the thing, make though. him hot. Yeah, they, so needs... they're like, yo, mm-hmm. fuck that. We're not pushing yeah, you. Triple Triple H has clearly been booked. Like, he has, like, shit booked out, like, months in advance. And yeah. he has had stuff booked out months in advance. So, like, everything that's happening right now was probably written in, like, like around Mania or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you have to realize that LA Knight around Mania probably wasn't in those plans because he wasn't as over and they didn't expect him to get this over. So they said that his push is going to start after SummerSlam because all of this stuff has been written for months. So they couldn't change it up, which he's that hot that you could have justified changing things up. But at the same time, it's like 
their program has been working, so you're not going to fuck with it. And yeah, LA Knight's still red hot. I think they're at the tail end of it, where after SummerSlam, like, this is their last chance to not fuck it up. And I don't think... I trust Triple H to not fuck it up. When when you write storylines, you should keep an open mind that anything could happen. Oh yeah, for sure. And it, but that's why yeah, they've been that's why like they've that. still been putting him on TV. And yeah, it's only segments in like quick squash matches. But when he wasn't but originally written into the, yeah, when he wasn't originally written into the plans, that's the best you can do to keep him in front of the audience. And they're letting at, him at come least out. they're showing him. Yeah. They're not, it's not like he's coming out and having like a two minute match. Like his entrance is starting and then his walk to the ring, he's cutting like a promo, fucking shitting on the people that he's facing against. So you're keeping it fresh. They're getting a little bit of everything with him. They're getting him in the ring, which he's great in. Not, Anybody not, who not, thinks not, otherwise is an idiot. <laughs> not, but now it feels like they're just using him for a, a quick, pop. cheap pop. Well, that's like, all they can he's do. He's more than that. He's more than that, dude. Yeah. And I think he will be just Hopefully. after SummerSlam. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see. He's that over. You can't fuck it up. Uh, we don't know. We've God. seen we've seen WWE yeah. do egregious things in the past. We haven't seen Triple H do it though. You fair point. I'm going to trust him in all these past situations where WWE has fucked up until he does it himself, mm. and then that's where that's it's like he hasn't really. At least I mean, it may be leaving my mind, but he hasn't monumentally fucked up yet. So he still has my trust. Yeah, no, 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 I can remember really. Except for, okay, actually, well, there was the, the Austin Theory cash-in thing, but then he fixed it the next week in, in exactly. the most logical way possible. So That seems like it might have been like the plan, though, because they needed to change his character up. I don't know if that was flip. I think they, they literally fucked up, but Triple was so good at booking. He was like, okay, here's how we, we yeah. redirect on this. Whereas Vince would have just left it. But then again, th- that's why I'm scared too, because Vince is back in some capacity back there. So what a crazy person. Is that a pun referencing his spine surgery? <laughs> Wait, yes, spine surgery. Did you are serious about that? Yeah, that's what uh, the fuck. <laughs> I'm pissed that you didn't get the joke. I thought it was a joke. So in our Instagram group chat, Seb said something about a Vince story, and he apparently recently had spine surgery. So I said in our chat. Because I thought that's what he was referencing. I was like, yeah, it was crazy to find out that Vince actually had a spine. Yeah, I got confused. No, it wasn't. Head. It, no, it wasn't. This, I didn't mention a spine story. I, I didn't. This no, I know. I you said there was something about Vince. But I figured you were talking about his spine surgery because I hadn't heard anything about Vince. Besides Did I say that, it was about Vince? I think you said it was about Vince. I don't know. You said something. And for some reason, my head went to Vince's <laughs> surgery. So then I was like, yeah, yeah it, it was wasn't wild about to find Vince, out that Vince it actually wasn't about Vince. No, I, well, whatever I it was. I got confused. I was like, That's where my head went. Yeah, that's where I, my head went. So I was like, yeah, it was wild to find out that he actually had a spine. And then nobody reacted. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just going to go. Yeah, because I was reading myself. the story waiting for the Vince part to happen. And I was like, yeah, there's no Vince in the story. <laughs> I was like, we got another piece of news just in time for the pod. That's what Oh, I yeah. I just thought about Because <laughs> I think it was like that. It was like I was driving to work. And right before I drove to work was when I saw something about oh, okay. surgery but yeah he had like major spine surgery so if he's making any changes to these shows just know he's like handicapped <laughs> at the moment and he's like, hilarious his assistant is like holding up a phone to his ear she's like yeah yeah book it this shit is garbage nothing's gonna <laughs> stop him man jesus 
Um, we have Cody Rose and Brock Lesnar, which has been a piece of shit feud. I needed to end right now. Yo, you're crazy. It's been straight. If, if you're calling this adversity for Cody, we still have no reason why Brock attacked him at all. None. Zero. What is, yeah, what is that's this? true. All right, all right, you're right. You're right. Hey. But hey, we said this. This is the the copy paste John Cena storyline we lost to that the story Rock wasn't the good time. either. They copied and pasted. So you can't give me something creative. You can't give me something new. Yeah, I That's how I, I can say the same thing about CM Punk being like, I'm the real champ. I got this belt, even though the other nah, guy has the other don't belt. do that. Cody Rhodes needed adversity after the Roman loss. Which what if we Brock all, which fucking we all agreed smokes on. him? So what if what? Brock just what? like beats the shit stupid. out of him? So I'm what? Sick of watching Brock beat the shit out Ray, of him. What, what is this doing for it's him? It's like, you don't understand. It's leading to this. And it's like, no, we actually had four years of shitty wrestling in the main event of Mania. Because this guy was just murking people left and right. Bro, I never gave a fuck. Uh, he got, he got murked. What are you talking about? He got murked last WrestleMania. By I'm Bowman. talking about up to <laughs> that, though. 30, 33, whatever. You have the Goldberg match. You have him killing Dean at 32. You have the 34, which is the, one of the worst so. Mania matches of all time. Yeah, the main so event bad. of 34. You need to chill oh, on John Moxley. You know, the first time? Second time? Huh? You talking about Roman versus Brock the second time on thirty four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That match was whack. Yeah, everybody knew that. And thirty hey, five wasn't not thirty five. Uh, thirty eight between them wasn't good either. It was solid. That match was yo. It's not what I mean. And said then solid. we finally got Brock out of the main <laughs> event. <laughs> we got Brock out of the main event at thirty nine, and we had a great main event. Right, exactly. With exactly. actual character work and shit, instead of just. <laughs> just fucking super. Yo, first of all, he's a beast. He's supposed right. to run. Bro. And I'm, I'm he's over it. We're, we're over, over it. Yeah, it's the same shit over and over. Yeah, it's run with the beast. It's run it's, it's running. <laughs> but, it's not, but 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 this is supposed to be the big storyline on Raw for 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 Cody to get Brock, and it's like he already got through Brock oh, already. Talk about <laughs> it's a trilogy. <laughs> A trilogy, a, for, trilogy. a trilogy for what, though? Bro, Cody why? beat him the first time, and then Brock faced him again and but made why? him fucking pass but, out and but, broke his arm. But why? You could but say why? that about any trilogy. No, you no, can't. Brock yes, didn't you can. Because Brock didn't give a reason. There's no there reason, reason why you attacked him. There There's, could be. All right, there could that's be a reason. reason. All right, that's the only Nobody point I'll give you. Nobody gave no Look at Brock. Just look at Brock. He literally... Just does whatever he wants. He's he may have Cody's just felt like his black. This is not story, bro. This <laughs> this is what happens in the boardroom in the storytelling room at, at WWE. Then someone like, yo, just look at Brock. That's all you need. Yeah, like, like no, that's, that's me. That's what I need. said. He just does what he wants. No, there needs to be story. He man. doesn't need to give Wasn't a reason. He not allowed to. Adam said, I think Brock's not allowed to challenge for the title anymore. Yeah, yeah. since so when? Wait. So he's mad at Cody after thirty-eight. Cody I think fucking got the challenger. Wait, so that was a stipulation. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, because we've seen it so many times that they're like, "All right, all right, we're done." No, they, but did yo, they, did they no, say Roman he's not allowed SummerSlam. to at SummerSlam? Right? Yeah, the build-up. Roman was like, "You can never challenge me again. This is over with." Okay. Because I'm champion. You will never be champion. Okay, that's. Cool. I need him to say that. But why exactly? I was just about to say, why has he not reiterated that? 
Because he's like, Brock Lesnar. He doesn't need to justify his actions. Pick up on that. <laughs> Yo, I got Vince in this pod right now. This just kidding me. <laughs> like, I connected two pieces together. Please. Like, Brock We just did. Out. No. <laughs> oh, my God. This is not how storytelling works. Brock was mad that he opened night two of WrestleMania. But he hasn't said anything. At all, he doesn't need to. He's Brock Lesnar. Yeah, so, 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 so the casuals and all the hardcore fans, we should just infer that we should make the story ourselves. It's open. Brock to Lesnar does what Brock Lesnar wants. He doesn't justify. He doesn't have to. He's been doing that since actions. 2012. He's a fucking cowboy. Yeah, from Canada, bro. <laughs> Literally, we are we are divided between the pot. I see four cameras and split down the middle. Can you imagine <laughs> if this worked with any other form of like television where it's like right, like <laughs> just randomly a character you're watching on a TV show just gets fucking shot in the head and we don't know why and we never find out. It's just like because he shoots people. That's well, a cliffhanger. First of all, first of all, McMahon got blown up and died and he came back to life and nobody ever. They told changed. Yeah, but that's because Chris Benoit killed his family. <laughs> It doesn't That's, matter. So we just need matter. somebody to kill their family. <laughs> Dale. All right, He's kill their family. Brock Jackson. just needs Brock just needs to eat his children. Who's the most likely to kill their family? F- I'm just kedding F5's liberty in the ring, Cody Rhodes. No, that's a, a that's a good guy. conversation. Who let's who is most What wrestler is most likely to kill their family? Oh yeah, mm. that's a crazy conversation. I don't know. Mm. I don't know what chat about that. I think it's Brock. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Listen, man, Death I need a reason the Cody Seth Rose Rollins. build. I'm, I'm, <laughs> fucking, I'm fucking over it. Like, this is not the adversity I had in mind for him after Mania. This is ridiculous. And I'm hearing after Brock, they're going to pair him up with The Fiend to continue this I'm hearing rumors that he's going he's gonna to show up and start something with Cody after Brock. I'm like, this is stupid. That like Cody, by the time we get to WrestleMania 40, Cody's stock is gonna go so down than it was against Roman the first time. The I'm not e- I'm not even gonna care if he wins the title. I'm not gonna care at that point. Have this is stupid. F- Who can we have him fight? You can't have him find s- fights. That's how good Seth is. That Seth comes to mind. It's like, no, we already did that three times. We did it, we did it three times already. We don't um, need it again. He's gonna fight because they kind of set it up a Gunther. little bit. No, 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 no. Because Gunther's still going to be going Drew. after Drew McIntyre. I, uh, it could be I Drew. I got to see if my Drew... I'm going to go check the mail, Drew guys. goes hail. My Drew t-shirt. Drew I want to see if it came in the mail. I'll be right back. You could. Drew, Drew is hail. Fucking oh, nerd. Damn, he made me fuck up. Oh, um, oh my goodness. You said Drew is hail. That's what I think happens yeah, yeah. at SummerSlam, by the way. Because I don't think he beats Gunther. And then I Priest. What's his him. name? Priest Um, fucking Judgment Day. He fused yeah. with Judgment Day. Because they kind of had a little feud going on. Before Brock came back and fucked him up, but but here's here's my issue on Raw. They also Raw is not, not as yet. bad as it was years ago, but literally we're doing the same thing every week. Like they've gotten really comfortable with let's put Judgment Day at every hour. Let's have them not like Cody this week. Let's have them fucking feud with um mommy such and such this week. Dirty it's down. just like. It's the, it's the same Dirty having the same stereo <laughs> having the same cast of characters isn't necessarily bad because like that's the same thing that's happening on collision we have the same cast of characters kind of like doing their own thing or whatever but it's like not different stuff every week with well, they even made a joke about it on promo the last raw that i what i that i did catch there 
I forgot who it was that said this to Judgment Day, but they were like, didn't we do this last week? Literally on TV. They're just like, we'll come see. on, man. We'll see. I'm interested to see what happens after that stable ends. Just like the LA Knight thing, just like the Jey Uso stuff, where it's like Dom, it's like, Dom's a better heel. He's got more heat than MJF. And it's like, but what happens <laughs> when this ends? Because he's not just going to get booed out of the building forever. Like, it's like, some things become a meme, and it's fun to boo, and then people boo, and I think it's great, and Dom's been great, but I'm interested to see what happens when this dies down. Because yeah, the real uh, greats, they, they like, they find they a way. Get on to the next thing, yeah. like a Jericho, or I could just start listening off. Yeah, you could, yeah. Um, and also, my other issue with that is you don't want to overexpose these guys. I feel like they've definitely been overexposing the shit out of the Judgment Day on Raw. Yeah, yeah for the past couple of months. That three-hour shit. Yeah, but their heat's not getting any less. It's not. Right. It's it's not. But it's just do in terms wanna... of, of story or whatever. Do we want to uh, talk about the rest of the Summer Slam card? Yeah, I mean... Because no. I need to take back what I said about that segment with LA Knight, The Rock, and Grayson Waller because I forgot they announced the SummerSlam Battle Royale and oh, no. LA Knight so, and so Sheamus the, let me the get first my two superstars. Why is Sheamus in that? Wow, Sheamus is Why is Sheamus in Yeah, what the hell is that? Shit, what else does he have to do? Give him something. Sheamus, bro. Yeah. Sheamus has been putting on bangers Shit. consistently. Just put and those two in a few. Put them on SummerSlam. Maybe they just Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they just beat the shit out of everybody and then they have like a fucking eight, nine minute one on one. You never know. Mm. Maybe they're not nah. good. He starts a feud on cool with it. Maybe it Seamus is massive. I watched the workout video of Seamus on LA Night, actually. Yeah. I think I've seen that same. I sent there. it to y'all. I sent I was oh, yeah. like that was like right after my surgery and I like couldn't do anything and I was just like watching workout videos and arms Surprised arms and leg day. I, I thought he was charming and very fun to listen to and had a lot of good advice, and he's ripped. And they but, say, changed my mind. <laughs> and I think he cuts a great promo, and he seems like a great guy, and he's a great story, and I don't think he's a great wrestler. <laughs> he doubled down That's on it. <laughs> That's correct. I'm just talking about in-ring. That's all I'm saying. Then the match that everybody's looking forward to, Ronda versus Shayna. Shayna's got to <laughs> go over. Yeah, yeah she Ronda's is going over. Here. Ronda's going back to MMA. Yeah, she's done. She, <laughs> yeah. As she should be. We don't need her on. Different no, it, it's like widely known that this is probably Ronda's last. Good. Anything she, in WWE. She's fucking terrible. She's a completely yeah. different level of um pop culture icon than she was when she first showed up. She was the biggest, one of the biggest names yeah. in women's sports in sports in, in sports. general. Yeah, and then now she's just like. She's known almost right now for being a WWE wrestler and not a great one either. I will the give... funny thing was like, yo, her pop was serious when she first came out. Like, yeah. yo, must yeah, be a big deal. Now it's, like, it's a fall from now grace. It's like under the it's like under the radar type, like, oh shit, Ronda Rockson? I need that she was on the car tonight. For, it's for, like damn for real. For her run, I could I could give 50-50 her fault and WWE's fault. I think they uh did not book her right post WrestleMania 35. They didn't prep um, her how to talk right. And they didn't do that either. But so with Rhonda, there was a point in time where she stopped really giving a fuck and didn't put enough effort in to getting better. And that it was, was it was right before she left the first time. She didn't give yeah. a that's when she you could see she didn't give a fuck when she was getting her hair done, talking about WWE fans. 
yeah, wrestling fan. Yeah, at first I thought that was build up to like her coming back as a heel and like doing, but it wasn't. Like she really went off on that pod, disrespecting fans and people yeah. knew she did that. So you're gonna talk shit about us? All right, fuck you. Like, go ahead, I don't give a fuck about you. I don't care. I don't give a fuck about you. you like, I guess it's and fucking... that's that's the same thing that Seth did a couple years back. It wasn't as egregious as Ronda's, but he said something to the fans, and then he was confused on. Oh, they're so fickle. I don't know why they hate me now. It's like, I don't get why wrestlers be like that. Like, sometimes they act like they're stupid. Like, they don't know what they did. Like, if Are you're you going to disrespect fans in a Twitter, in a, in a tweet, or, like, you're going to go on an interview like Ronda did and just shit all over fans, we have no reason to give a fuck about you or be behind you. It's it's not right. And, yeah, Ronda, Ronda's just, she's not, she's not just get her out of here. It, enough is enough. It's and, her oh, time has come and gone. It, I, I just got reminded what I was going to say before. I will give her props on one thing. She was one of the only women besides Sasha to call out that the women's tag team division is a piece of shit. And it needs to be taken care of. And the WWE weren't doing anything about it. And she pulled backstage for shit to be done about it. And nothing was done. So, But that's you. I feel like I feel like that's him. Like pretty much both promotions, like um AW and WWE. Yeah, you, I said you don't on the last a... um episode, yo, nobody gives women's a fuck. wrestling not, in general. I'm sorry, yeah, like, they're not giving a fuck about it. It's it's not a draw. I'm sorry, it's not. It's not. Like people don't watch the Except show for mommy. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she she is the most over woman probably in wrestling right now. Um, There's probably like four of them right now. Mommy. <laughs> I'll give you her. I'll give you um. Oh my goodness, why I keep fucking up her name, man? Um, see, fucking Sky Blue. E, no, E E T E S T. Fucking over. Bianca. 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 Charlotte Flair. And um, Bailey was over for a while. Bailey was over for a while, and then they did nothing with her. And then they did nothing with her. It's like, bro, I I need Bailey with the belt at next. I need Bailey in the main of uh women's title match next Mania. She's fucking. It's been too long. Uh, like like I was saying, it's no disrespect to women at all, but they're not a draw. No one goes to watch WWE, AEW, whatever the case, for the women. Like they just don't pull the same amount of hype or desire to watch a wrestling show than the men do. And also, on the flip side, not even the woman's fault, these companies, both AEW and WWE, don't put enough care, level of build, and effort as they do for the men to the women. They just don't. The only person who's ever done that, the only person who's ever done that in the history of wrestling is Triple H. With NXT. NXT. He's the only one who actually gave a fuck. But now, that's also contradictory because he's running both the main roster and the women's division is still like, I don't know. I don't really care. So it's just like, it's women's wrestling in general, the state of women. And they keep talking about a revolution and it's so phoned in. Like there is no revolution. The revolution was NXT and it died died a long time ago. There's no revolution. Women's wrestling is not great right now. But sorry, getting back to, getting back to triple H and taking over like the main roster and shit. It was cool to do it on NXT because he didn't have that many females. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Now that he's control of SmackDown, Raw, and a little bit of NXT, even though Shawn Michaels is that, he um 
it's too many women, too many storylines. And then he has to worry about these guys, this and that. That's why, like, in NXT, he had a team. So I guess he ain't overseeing this team on this division. I was going to say They're not that. giving a fuck. I was going to say that, that the people on the main roster are also different. Like, his team that he has now are different than the team that he had on NXT. Yeah, the other, they're um, more on NXT. They're more passionate. They exactly. were more like, they were right. former, most of them were former wrestlers. So they understand, they like, underdogs. all right, yeah, they're, they're all underdogs. And then it's like, they understand, like, all right, the main guy ain't giving a fuck about me. So let me help them out. Like, I've, I've been in their shoes where nobody wanted to listen to my creative views or help me out. So I'm going to help them out. Like, they always helped out, like, the people that wasn't getting enough attention. And that's what built up their characters, um, their characters like fucking um, Alexa Bliss. On NXT, she was, like, probably, like, she the was- eighth fucking person on the roster on the women's division that nobody even knew who she was and then like they developed her made they her talk better yeah it, it happened all she, the time SmackDown, she was good it happened all the time in nxt you they would not not to steer off track i'm gonna i'm gonna cut this shortly but they would give you a no name this is the special part about nxt they give you a no name and i guarantee within three four weeks that person is going to be or feel some type of important on the show they're gonna have something to do and develop their character whereas they don't really do that in aw they don't really do that in wwe as as to the same level i've said this for years i i know it probably happened in another universe another dimension i always wish that triple h said fuck vince i'm gonna make my own promotion if he made nxt his own thing i know it's far-fetched but if he did nxt and it was still around today under his vision. NXT would be the biggest promotion in America right now, with AEW included. Mm. NXT would be the hottest thing. All right, this is the best promotion that. I've ever seen. Because McMahon took all his guys every time they would get big or and then ruin them. he'll just take just them. Him. Yeah, and on purpose. On Kevin purpose. Owens, Seth Rollins, he couldn't with Seth Rollins. The Ambrose, he ruined. The Ambrose was actually like he ruined Keith Lee. He he ruined oh big fucking, time Keith Lee. He ruined Baron Corbin. And in some extent, this sounds crazy today. He ruined but, FTR. But, well, there's that too. But I was going to say he kind of ruined Dana Brooke. I'm not going to hold you in NXT. She actually mattered a little bit. Yeah, yo. She could talk. She could wrestle. Which is crazy to say. <laughs> Which is crazy to say. So, like, Triple H has talent to make people you know why they feel important. Though, right? wow. Yo, they ruined her run again because she was, like, Fucking around with Dave Batista and McMahon didn't oh, yeah, like I that it. shit. I heard about like, that. I heard yeah, it. and they ruined. They just fucking ruined her because she had like a little fucking like a little streak going on. And then when that news broke and shit like that, she ended up becoming a fucking laughing stock. Yeah, I don't know, man. More care needs to be put in just a, across the board, but especially in women's wrestling on on both sides. To be honest. Um, speaking of women's wrestling, SummerSlam, Oscar versus Bianca Belair versus Charlotte. That's gonna be a good match. The funny thing That's about it is be Oscar and Belair, I mean, um Flair and Belair, they're the ones who's really building this fucking this this um this match feud up. Yeah, Oscar can't like, talk. Oscar's really. like yeah, but it feels like Oscar's just like the third the awkward third wheel. Like of course they're not does. really they, they don't care about, about her. her. They don't care about Oscar. Yeah. Even when they give her a title, they still don't put any effort into her. She's a transitional champ. That's one person I I would hope would leave Oscar and maybe go back. Go to back Japan. to New Japan. Yeah, where she was fucking dominant. 
because NXT is the only time I really was locked into Asuka. They've ruined her whole main roster career. It's terrible, Gabe, it looked like you had something she's, to say. She's... Gabe? Oh. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I think the straw that broke the camel's back with me was Charlotte. at Mania. She try, she cheats and still loses. Yeah. And I'm that's, like, yeah, that's crazy. This isn't this Doesn't isn't who sense. she is. Yeah. Um, I also have a problem with this particular feud just because ugh, it's so stupid. They they implemented Charlotte into this feud basically because Charlotte went on record and promo on live TV and said basically Adam Pierce was Charlotte, you can't just like be in the title match. That like I have Bianca Belair as the rematch for Oscar and Charlotte goes, yeah. I'm the queen, I could do whatever I want. What? What fucking logic gap is that? Crazy. So now people could just be in a title match because they want. Brock Lesnar did that. Remember that. We were just talking about that. Brock. And yeah, Brock. and that and that's ass too. And that's yeah, ass she's the queen. She doesn't need to justify her actions. This is so stupid. This is so stupid, bro. <laughs> like it's that shit, man. I, I don't. I don't. I hate that. It, just give me you know something. It's Ric Flair's daughter. She could do whatever the fuck Who she wants. Natural selection. Who cares, bro? So you're Woo-hoo. telling me there's there's favoritism in kayfabe too? Like, oh, it has been. It's been like that since the beginning of time. <laughs> no, it hasn't. No, yes, it hasn't. in kayfabe. In kayfabe in the nineties, McMahon played favoritism to fucking Shawn Michaels. Whatever Shawn Michaels wanted, Shawn Michaels got. Well, whatever that's Shawn different because they he were got. heels. They, they were heels. That's even different. when he they was were... faced. Yo, I'm dead serious. Even when Shawn Michaels was faced, um, when he was facing Razor Ramon again for the IC title um, at SummerSlam um, later on that year, it was like flip-flop. Like Razor Ramon all of a sudden was like um, hell in Shawn Michaels' face. Shawn Michaels still, as champion, he predicted who he wanted to fight, how it was going down. He didn't want to lose. He didn't want to drop the belt to fucking Bret Hart. And, he, and at the time, Shawn Michaels was Face. Remember when he lost his smile? He old. I'm just telling you, he was face, bro. He was face. Like I'm that telling you, it's been going like this me. in the '80s. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. In oh the yeah, 80s? we know. Yeah, yeah, Hulk, yeah. Hulk, he did what the yeah. fuck he wanted to do. He was face. Yeah, yeah, there's a few. There's a few. There's a few uh, cast of characters that be doing that, but doesn't make it right. It's illogical. Nah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's stupid. Like, come on. It doesn't make storylines right. Doesn't make business look good. So it's just like, come on. We just like y'all got tired of Brock Lesnar being in a title match too many times. Like, come on, Charlotte's in title. Pete Ingo, she does get criticism too from fans. People are tired of seeing her always in the title. Well, she's she's fantastic in the ring, but her character sucks, and she never has a reason to be in a title match. They literally just throw her in a title mm-hmm. match every They want to get her that uh record. And then she's gonna yeah. be in the Hall of Fame. I'm sorry. People are gonna be cheering that day when she's in the Hall of Fame. Oh, Charlotte was this and that. I'm not gonna be I mean like she doesn't deserve this. She literally got thrown every title match she had. I'm sorry. Well, the Hall of Fame, everybody gets in the Hall of Fame. Everybody, Not everybody. Not a lot. Of we're gonna get in. We're getting in. Podcast who's here on the home celebrity side. We're getting in. <laughs> That's funny. Yo, yeah, so I, I, just because of that reason alone, I'm not I'm not locked into this match. They're making Oscar look like a joke as a champion, and I don't care who comes out the winner. I just don't mm-hmm. care. Um okay. Gunther and, and Drew McIntyre. It's gonna be a fucking That's gonna be a fucking match. I got, I got Drew. You got Drew. I got Gunther. I got Gunther. Oh. Gunther's gonna win, and Drew's gonna go heel. Yep. yep. Gabe, you're gonna he's be gonna the last Cody T-shirt Rhodes. that motherfucker. You mentioned that earlier. <laughs> That's so yep. he's, gonna, he's gonna he's gonna go heel. 
I actually, no, Drew at heel against Cody works so well because oh, be like, I did it first. <laughs> yeah. I left and I came back yeah. and I won my world championship. That was crazy. Dude, that's, that's good. They, that's they actually a that. good pitch. I feel like they're not gonna go that far, but I, I would. Think will. That's the basis. That was the basis of Drew's time, baby. Fa- the basis of Drew's babyface run was that the base of Cody's babyface no, run I, is that he left and came back. I think you that. I know. Works. I don't He's know. Be like, I just, I just because Drew can also Drew can turn heel on Cody. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can turn heel on Cody. He can turn heel after the match at SummerSlam. Doesn't really matter. Now you just at some point he can. At, at some point he can turn heel. Well, no, because he'll lose. Drew could, win. Drew could win. Drew could beat. They're Cody. not going. They're not going to do that to Cody, though. You're not going to just beat Brock Lesnar in this fucking a uh, trilogy match and then lose right away to Drew. Nah. Drew, that, that, beat, that just, Drew, Drew beat Brock. He's one of the first people Brock. to beat besides Seth. So Lame. that's not. That like doesn't belittle anybody in that situation. It's just like a triangle of people who beat. If each anything, other. in the power like ranking scale, the unspoken power ranking, Drew is a more formidable opponent than Brock. The fact Bring that he cleaned Brock in like five cycle. minutes, like it should be in logic. It should man, be that hard. Was to beat Drew. That was a pandemic WrestleMania match, man. Yeah, that come on. It, it's not uh, come on. That don't count. Down, I'm putting the asterisks. <laughs> Next to the under five minutes, Bubble I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't deny him beating Brock. Like, yeah, I expect him gonna to happen beat Brock. Either pandemic but under five minutes, no, don't. Let's not sit here. Oh, you beat him under. No, no, no. It's a pandemic. Brock. He like, killed you know Brock in under five, man. He's better than Brock. He no, should not. be. He no, should be better than Brock. <laughs> he turned Brock into a fucking farm boy. Logic wise, he no, should be better no, than Brock. No, Bobby Lashley turned him into a farm matchups. boy. I'll tell you right now, man. <laughs> Fuck y'all. I, I think I, Drew versus Cody is fire. It's money. It is fire. Yes. Yes. They should they should go so, in that direction. But I, I do think this will be a great match. I'm interested to see where they go with Gunther after this. He needs world title. It, yeah, so I'm wondering if they take the belt off. He from needs here. he needs to focus no. He needs to focus on breaking that IC title reign. And I think he could break it by a lot. How long is it again? It's he like loses that, more he, days or something. Okay. He loses it. He loses it at the Survivor Series. Survivor Series of Rumble. He loses the belt and goes into the Rumble. If That's the whole fair. Roman thing doesn't happen like I predicted. Oh, but. you know what could happen? Uh, to add to that, he can go to the Rumble and because he didn't win last year, he could win this year and go yeah. after and go after Seth. Mm. Yes. Or if be a great he, match or or hear me out, fellas. Or if. You don't want to wait till till Mania, right? Let's say Cody does beat Roman before Mania. It doesn't have to end at Mania. Let's say he beats him before Mania, and now Cody's a champ. You have history between Gunther and Cody because they were the last two at Royal Rumble last year. You got Gunther win the Royal Rumble this year, and him and Cody square off at Mania for the title. And then you can have Roman face off against The Rock at Mania. That way you don't need the title for Rock versus Roman either. And you have two mm. big matches right there. Could do What's going to be on night one? What's on night one? The That's Rumble winner? Question. That's or The Rock question. versus Roman? I say night one, Rock versus Roman. You got to keep the belt on night two. The belt has to be on night two. Yeah, I would agree. The Royal I don't Rumble think, winner I don't think they would do that. Belt. I don't think they would do that. They probably won't. But that would be the smart route, to be honest. 
Uh, yeah, but then again, you don't do. know you don't know Rock's schedule either. He's this guy. He'd be pissing me off. He might days. not be available on Sunday. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. In, I'm not in wrestling shape. Right. Right, bro. My fault. Because you because wrestling shape is serious Yo, though. You look like a fucking All that cardio. No, dude, he looks like a fucking bulldozer. Just because he looks like a bulldozer, his stamina looks must like that suck, was, and his mobility uh, might suck though. His, his, with his mobility, ain't up to par. With his stamina, is terrible. Just I highly he's doubt it, bro. I highly doubt that. The Rock looks like that because of the needles he's getting up his ass. <laughs> yo, stop that, yo! I've been clanging <laughs> and banging with the Rock, man. I've been taking his. I've been working out with the Rock. I've been watching how he working, and I do it. Yeah, he's not doing that. It's all natural. He takes his Zola energy all drink. Right. Why all don't right. you clang and bang with Sheamus? I've been clanging and banging with Sheamus though, but you know pause. sometimes I like to go to different pause. Sometimes I like to go to different gyms. You've been clanging and banging people. with me. No pause. Hey, yeah, well, I'd love to see Gene. I'd love to see Gene on Sheamus's uh, videos. And I would Sheamus would get to the Sheamus get to the parties like, "What's your cheat meal?" Gene was like, <laughs> "Have you ever heard of Applebee's?" <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, I'm Those trying endless to... apps. <laughs> trying to move on here. Uh, b- b- besides the 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 matches, sorry. Besides the matches that have been announced for SummerSlam, Logan Paul Logan Ricochet. Paul oh yeah, sorry. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I think Logan Paul goes over finally because yeah, he, he's been having good matches and just puts the other guy over. I think he wins this one. Yeah, it's dicey. I I agree with you. Ricochet's not going anywhere, man. I'm sorry. This is not like this is. He hasn't been really pushed though. But Logan Paul's a star. Ricochet's not. He's getting put in a match with a global superstar. I think this yeah, is something this where is his moment, they do in this match. they do a fucking crazy spot, and it's like they're both dead. But like maybe like Logan like falls on him the right way. Oh uh, yeah, yeah I, some shit I, like that. I agree that maybe Ricochet is not really gonna go anywhere in terms of status. But it got it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. You have someone debut. And they lose majority of matches. It's like that's how I feel about Logan Paul. We're just gonna have him keep losing. Somebody's got to lose. Not everybody can get a push. Not yeah. Not everybody's gonna be that dude. Well, that that's that that's that booking into a corner type of match. It's not booking into a corner. Logan Paul, we're elevating him. And it's not Ricochet booking to gets a corner a... if you don't care about Ricochet. Ricochet gets a payday. He gets that motherfucker payday, cannot he gets talk. A profile match. He gets yeah, to show his talk, stuff. Man. I saw him last week trying to talk, um, call out Logan Paul and shit like that before he got attacked. And it was it was terrible, bro. He's just a great wrestler. Yeah, he, he can he never just talk. Sucks on You're, the right. Mic. You're right. He can never talk. That's true. Even in NXT, when they were pushing him, he's kind of that guy. He could, still couldn't talk. He has like a one little quick one liner, and that's it out of the whole promo. But other than that, you could tell he's he's not comfortable on the mic. On the mic, yeah. Like, well, that's that's why I say someone like Ricochet. Probably do better on AEW. Mm. He doesn't have to talk as much, and he's a great wrestler. You still get lost in the shuffle. Like, what's he, doing he, better on AEW? What's doing better? Like, just having matches every week. Ricochet would do better in true. AEW if they had forty less wrestlers. That's Look at Keith Lee. Keith Lee's yeah. great. He's finally Keith, in AEW. Yeah. He doesn't fucking do anything. The cream, the cream rises to the top. Keith Lee can talk about it. If you're really that dude, better than Ricochet can. Better than Ricochet. Better than Ricochet. But yo, Keith Lee's boring as fuck on the mic, man. He is boring as fuck. And yo, you know, yo, you gotta talk like a preacher. Yeah, yeah. You talking in riddles? I am Keith Lee. I am limitless, dude. Nah, you gotta be lower than that. He be talking at like two volume. I got my my fucking volume up. I, I can do it all. 
when I, I when I see Ricky Starks next week. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Ricky Starks. <laughs> his swerve. Fuck swerve. I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised the crowd has never been like, we can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of swerve, man. God respect for that guy. character recently. sucks, but his matches are great. Whoa, his this, I, like trash. His, I like his character. Nah, his it's, character it's is better. awful, bro. What? The right, right. that theme is awful too. We're not nah. But <laughs> he's been putting thing, on some banger rapper, matches. He did his own promo. matches. Banger matches. Fucking catchphrase ever. Facts. I'm not reminds me. Reminds me. I'm a dork for watching this stuff. whose house runs house it it, it feels very vanilla black if that makes any sense yeah vince mcmahon (laughs) oh you're black your character and i know a rapper we don't see color on this podcast yeah we see color on the podcast stop it we're even color on this podcast we still true if you don't see color you don't see the problem and the problem is that swear, <laughs> yeah, he's just another black guy that raps and dances. You know yeah. that he is like that in real life. He's a rapper, so I give them that. Yeah, yeah, I know that. He's but like a C level rapper. Like, it is no just that. It is. It's the same old, same old. But his character, I don't know. The past couple of weeks, I ain't a lot. Maybe because I, right, I don't like the character, but he's been like Seb. So he's been putting on some good ass matches. Great matches, great matches, absolutely. He made Darby's Darby Allen. Maybe he sit there and watch like, oh shit, this is that. Yo, Darby's oh, good. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Seb. Getting back to the the what we talked about in the group text when I said mm. this dynamite show is garbage when you have best friends and with the Lucha Bros as your main event. Like yo, and you said, what are you talking about? Like this show's been good. I was like yo, these matches. The show was good. But no, the, the, the main event was man. the main event was was whatever. No, but then when you said Swerve thing had a good match, I said when I said that's not it, and I, there you go. This show wasn't good. You know how I feel about dark um garbage up Allen. I said that match was good. That shows you how bad that show was, though. If I'm saying that, yeah, that was like the best match on the card, and that uh, match wasn't even that good. It yes, was good, it was. but it was yo. It was the only reason why it was really that good because that sh- the whole show kind of sucked. It was boring. And yeah, we're off track, so it, yeah, I'm not even gonna give my opinion on that. Um, the 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 rest of the the SummerSlam matches it looks like are just open predictions. That yeah, we're still are probably gonna go in that way. Mm. Um, so I'm just gonna run through them: Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn versus Judgment Day, Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Rodriguez. Austin Theory versus Santos Escobar and Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. None of these matches have been announced. That's what it looks like. Mm. Santos um, Escobar Theory will be good though. Oh yeah. yeah. Do you take the title off Theory? I like Theory. Santos. I don't know. No, no, not yet. Probably not. not yet. No, probably not. But Santos has a little more compared to everybody else who does like the lucha libre stuff and whatnot. He's got more personality than most of them. Yeah, he does. Yeah, it's like, I wouldn't mind him getting the belt and getting a push. He could be a guy someday. We'll see. He's a solo heel, happen too. So he was a heel in NXT. Yeah. He was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. Another one I don't really care about. But that's a good that's like that profile. That's a good, that's a good profile match. I don't mind it. It's a good profile match for sure. But like, it's been a decent few so far. Yeah. I don't know. Compared to the rest of the women wrestling division that we've been watching, it's been pretty straight. It's probably the the most high profile one i could say that yeah um rear ripley raquel rodriguez if that actually happens i don't i definitely don't care yeah raquel rodriguez awful. is terrible uh, like she's awful she's boring she's bland 
what what is uh, someone like tell me information here? What has Raquel Rodriguez done to even deserve a championship match with Rhea Ripley? Oh, oh because um they fucked up uh what's her face her partner her tag team partner um Judgment Day Rhea Ripley and them been jumping in and that's all this other shit. So, so now Raquel's like I'm going for the belt. So like what did they do to get the ah uh, mid? Yeah, yeah just thrown yeah. together. Yeah, I, yeah, just thrown together this summer. Uh, and that's this is what I was thinking of earlier. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They were like, Kevin Owens was like, didn't we do this last week? Um, uh, they're gonna verse the judge. They they probably are gonna verse the Judgment Day at SummerSlam, which is like we already saw the match though on Raw. Multiple this is times. I think they, I think this is where Damian Priest and um Ballard probably dumb because they're not gonna win the titles. I think yeah. this is where they fucking uh split because one Damian Priest got the money in the bank contract, you know, and fucking. Homeboy's mad about that that he can't beat Seth. Yeah, Seth Rollins. Yeah, that's probably yeah, that's probably the direction they're going in. Most likely. Did we even Wait talk about no, that no, match? No, no, no. It's what gonna match? be Seth Rollins versus fucking um thing. That's Seth and Finn. Finn Balor. Yeah, that's yeah. all we come to. Yeah, Seth, Seth and Finn. That, that's the last match we have. Then I got a feeling Finn might go over. Day. Nah. Oh. Oh. oh, Finn goes over, and then Damian Priest catches Damian Priest. him on Finn. Yeah. Mm. There's some story there. Yeah. Well, if you look, Dude, that sets up a good baby face run for Finn because everybody's gonna be like, Oh, Finn finally got his get back on Seth. You know, he finally got his big win, and then finally, boom. Well, so would be so mad though. This is a Daniel Bryan. You're situation. supposed to be. No, You're I know, I know. That's supposed said, to be. They, they're gonna get me because oh my god. I just hope <laughs> WWE do it the right way. Because the thing is, they could do that right where he gets cashed in immediately. But then never give Finn a title match again. And like, I don't want to go through that. Like, it's either give Finn the title and please let him have a run and feud with Damian Priest or have Damian Priest cash in on him and then have Finn eventually win the title back and have a run. Judgment Day is not going to back him, bro. He's not an OG member. No. Don't, don't have, I pray to God. And I've seen WWE, WWE do stuff like this. Don't have Damon Priest cash in, and then we just forget about Finn forever. Like, well, now, we know now something Finn... big going to happen at the end of SummerSlam because that... past 10 years, something's happened at the end of SummerSlam. You're right. But now it'll just be like Finn is known as the guy who wins world titles in two seconds, and that's it. The Kane, hate, the Kane I effect. Hate, I hate that for him. I hate that. He's too talented for that. So. Um, I got Finn yeah. going over in that match. I got Seth winning. I think Finn needs it more. Seth. I want Seth uh, Finn to win. I love Seth. We're, but... we're all across the board on Finn. We're no, not me. Seth, I, I, I think Seth. Seth has become the level of star that he doesn't necessarily need a title. Need a belt. He doesn't need a title. Yeah. He elevated this at. title, though. He elevated it. Oh, yeah. It does mean something. He just, want, yo, he just won it, though. So I bet you he's not going to lose it to like, a Survivor Series. That's fair I too. I see that too. That's that's fair. Yeah. Point. That's fair too. But yeah, but that's the thing is they could also have Finn win because, like, to throw people off because Seth hasn't held it for that long. Also true. Mm, that is true. Because remember, homeboy didn't hold it for that long. He had to like get rid of it the next day. So yeah, because exactly. the injury. <laughs> uh, that's that's it, fellas. We run that's through the SummerSlam. Whole, we run so through the SummerSlam card predictions that- and and established matches. Should be a good one. The first full Triple H SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Absolutely, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I have hopes. I will be watching. I will be watching too. I will uh, be in Saratoga, so I won't be watching until damn. that Monday. Damn. 
Damn. Yeah. Fun. We'll we'll try not to spoil you. No, nah, it's okay. It's wrestling. I still act like spoiled. I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. I've watched wrestling act like a million times and still act like uh, I didn't know what was going on. It's the worst. I love it's the it. worst. I try to like gaslight myself into thinking I didn't yeah, see what I just saw. Yo, nah, I must be old. I that did must that be literally yesterday because we were out during yeah. collision. I was like, I didn't just see that. That didn't. Uh, nah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's Kappa. Oh, that must I'm be hallucinating. Yeah, on, it works for me. I, I'll <laughs> I sit there and watch it, even though I know, even though I know, like, oh, he won. I'll sit there and watch this match. Like, yo, I must have read that wrong. I was gonna go <laughs> just to try to gaslight yourself even more. There's a false finish in a match, and you're just like, oh my god, I thought I was the only one who yeah. did that shit. Exactly. <laughs> I've got to be like, I've got to see it like five times to just like be like, oh well, I'm spoiled to really admit it. But yeah. Great episode. That was X nine. Right on X twenty. I mean X twenty. Yeah, <laughs> twenty. Twenty. I'm gonna get my own X, X, body slam. X. Take it away. Where it all. Where it all starts again. <laughs> the new we're twenty. Season. Where uh, X uh, WrestleMania twenty. I'm having a stroke. I'm, I'm doing a Mitch McConnell <laughs> right now. Doing a Mitch you McConnell. Sound like me, no, it's uh, no, it's WrestleMania. Um... Oh no! Never mind. Nine was nineteen the one that what was is like WrestleMania. Nah, nah. Twenty is where it all starts again, and that's where Chris Benoit won. Yeah, we don't talk about it anymore. Oh God, it's gonna be a wild day when one of us has to murder the rest. Yeah, of us right. Storyline yeah. purposes. <laughs> oh, all right, that was one, two. Three.